So I'm not going to lie. I'm not even brave enough to even consider telling all of you what the cannoli and I were talking about before we went hot on the air tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. Holy cats. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm actually, dude, I'm proud of you, bro. I'm proud of you. Why, thank you. Why, thank you. I I almost uh, gave in. You know, because it's, you don't think, uh, you know, there's a million people watching us and listening to us. You think, hey, Rocky and I are talking. Yeah, let me show you these things. And then uh, all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> but, dude, I got to tell you, I do appreciate your grip. Why, thank you. You know what the difference is between uh, pink and purple. A horse and a pig? The grip. Oh. Oh. Duh. Duh. Bro. So, anyway, Bro. nobody knows what we're talking about, though. Man. Folks, welcome to the program, The Sit Room. The big cannoli, Scotty Roberts, on the other end of the microphone. Of course, me, the emotional meatball, the godfather, talk radio. Scotty, did you see that Carl's in front of in that picture? Scotty? Which which uh, which picture? The picture I just posted on Facebook. I, what is that? It wasn't a Mercedes. It was a, a not a Bentley. Did I even? See? Oh, that one. Oh, 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 yeah. On your Instagram, was yeah. it Instagram? Yeah, or, that uh... too. That too, bro. You know, I did the Instagram yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that that was a Bentley, I think. I didn't look at it too close. I knew it wasn't no, a Mercedes. I know what it is. It was a Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce RR. Dude, that's what we do, bro. You know what I'm saying? What's up? That's right. That's right, bro. I said, how how many gigs a month do you get in that thing? <laughs> so, Scotty, did you find Jesus last night? Uh, well, first of all, I didn't think he was missing, but, uh, but, uh, (laughs) you said you had Jesus. And so I was wondering if you'd share him and, uh, that didn't happen. Well, he does love you. I just want to say that Jesus does love you. Why? Thank you. I just have to say as a, uh, anecdote, uh, addendum to last night. Um, I don't disbelieve in God. I don't disbelieve in Jesus. I just don't think they were what we were told. Uh, as with most other things, what and, do you think they were? It, no, seriously, that's see, uh, we, we, we're not going to go off script here, but I just give sure. me, give me one minute definition. When you say you don't believe what we were told, what do you think the reality or truth was? I can do that from the other way around and say, I don't believe what we were told because there's too much problem with the text that's been passed on to us. The truth is probably in there somewhere, you know, like the Jews in ancient times. It was oral tradition. And uh, then it turned into written tradition. Then the writings were lost and they rewrote them. They gave us the Septuagint, uh, which is our modern Old Testament today in English. And uh, then you have all these things in the New Testament. And there's lots of little contradictions uh, with each other. Um, I don't think. See, I, my training was in Bible school and seminary that said every word is efficacious and it's the written word of God bequeathed to men. And I just don't believe that because two-thirds of the New Testament was written by a guy who gave you his opinion on church polity. Is that God-breathed? You know, when Paul said a woman should shut up, shut when, up. She's, when she's at public meetings. And if she's got a question, she goes and asks her husband at home. How relevant is that today? Uh, How relevant is it that a woman needs to 
needs to grow her hair long to protect herself from the angels lusting after her. How relevant is that today? But that's all New Testament stuff. Uh, that's just some of what I'm talking about. So, all right. My thinking of Christianity is that it was written. It's been rewritten. You've had editors. You've had church fathers, if you will. Uh, all these different things written in, written out. Uh, Mary Magdalene, what was she? She was a prostitute. Well, the Bible doesn't say that anywhere. Where did that come from? It comes from church tradition. But it's things like that, the extra biblicals. Um, so I think uh, the Bible uh, was written and rewritten and rewritten. Do you think Jesus uh, has kids? Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. I don't think it is inconceivable to say that he was married. Um, you have, uh, what was he? He was a rabbi. All right. In first century Judea and in current day to this day, to be a rabbi, you have to be married. Um, it, it was part of the unwritten requirement, so to speak. It's like you weren't worth your salt if you didn't know what it was like to be married and had a wife and all of these things. How could you talk to people, counsel people as a rabbi, teach them on these matters if you weren't one, <laughs> if you weren't part of it? Uh, so you had to be married. Um, you had uh, um, all sorts of, I go to the wedding at Cana, that story of Jesus, Jesus' first miracle of his public ministry is turning the water into wine at the wedding of Cana. And I happen to think that that was his wedding. Uh, oh. And it's been written out of the passage. Well, first of all, you got the ancient Jewish custom tradition that was practiced in first century and before and still practiced today. Groom's family is responsible for the wine at a wedding. So here you've got Jesus at a wedding, laughing it up with his buddies, and his mom comes rushing over to him and says, oh, my God. No, no pun intended. Oh, my God, we're out of wine. Do something. Jesus, what's his first response? He says, why are you bringing this to me? He says, uh, or no, he says, why are you bringing this to me? He says, settle down, woman, is basically what he says to Ooh. her. This woman, quiet yourself. And then he says, go send the servants to get the water and so on. And they poured it and it's wine. Turns it into wine. So his mom has some position of responsibility at the wedding. So it's either a family wedding or it's his. So she comes to her son and says, we're out of wine. What are we going to do? Woman. Calm yourself. Oh, damn. I got it taken care of. Um, uh, what else uh, in that passage just seemed to indicate that that's, this was his wedding? So he, I think he's the bridegroom. Um, I think uh, it's uh, his first act of his public ministry, which said, I'm a rabbi. I'm now sealing the fact that I'm a rabbi by getting married. Um, then you have all the offshoots, all the not offshoots, all the off gospels. That were written. We got four in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but there were 66 written. And why are all the others were discounted by a bunch of guys who were church guys uh, at the councils of Nicaea and the following? And they excluded those. Um, one of them, you know, was the gospel of, was it Philip, where it mentions that Mary Magdalene was known as the great teacher. She is the one who took up the mantle when Jesus was gone. 
she was the one that was the closest one to him. She was the one that the passage says, get this. There's an, there's an old patch, <coughs> Whoa, path, patch oh boy, You're patchwork right? piece of, uh, of manuscript from the book of Philip, which says, and Jesus and the disciples were walking and he was holding Mary's hand and they were walking and he leaned over and he kissed her. And then it, there's a, a rip there, so it's gone. And the disciples were like, "What? Well, you know, uh, should you really be doing that in public? Kind of whatever the thing said. And uh, uh, so it doesn't say where he kissed her. Did he kiss her hand? Did he kiss her neck? Did he kiss her on the lips? Uh, it doesn't say because the piece is missing. Just right there. That word is rotted away. Uh, so I don't know. Is it this divine way of trying to tell you that, oh, there's still mysteries, you know, and you go figure it out. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But so we, there's a, maybe I've said it in a roundabout way as usual. I can say in ten thousand words what the average guy says in ten. But uh, um, I think Christianity, I think the writings in the New Testament um, are varied. They're spread apart. If you took all the writings of that day and age during the century that Jesus lived, put them all together, you'd have three times as many books in the New Testament. We should rewrite the Bible, Scotty. Well, you can. We should go you get know, all the books, anything and everything that was written in regards to the story of Jesus or any of that, whatever. And we should just kind of start putting it, just kind of piecing it together on how we think it should be. I got ideas, bro. You know you what I'm know, saying? Well, what's very interesting is Thomas Jefferson did that, the Jefferson Bible. He omitted the things that he believed were not scripture. And he, you know, used a, a formula for how he excluded things. Um, he did not believe the apostle Paul was who he said he was. And he excluded all of his writings. Similar to uh, Jeff, yeah. what Jeff thinks. Yeah. Well, Jeff put out his version called, uh, his compilation of the new Testament called the diamond Bible yep. where he did the same thing. It's not his Bible. It's not his commentary. He just took out the works of Paul because there is a firm belief out there that Paul, the, the one known as the apostle Paul, uh, hijacked Christianity and took it off in a different direction. And he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. And so what you've really got in modern-day Christianity, in the Catholic Church, the Baptist Church, all these churches, they all use the Pauline epistles and, and the Pauline books. What you're practicing is Pauline Christianity. And um, there is a decided uh, faction. That's, during the day, historically, there were at least four different messianic points of view uh, in the Bible. Uh, Peter, St. Peter, was one of them. He was the Hebrew or the, the, the Jewish messianic sect. Paul was the, uh, the Pauline or the uh, um, Herodian sect. Uh, and you had a couple of others, and they all had different views of what the Messiah was supposed to be. So from the get-go, if you look in the Scripture, Rocky, yeah. Peter, Peter and Paul were at constant loggerheads with each other in the scripture. You see several times mentioned where these guys are fighting. They're duking it out, and Peter's saying, you're not really even an apostle. And Paul's saying, uh, well, God appeared to me on the road, so I have just as much right. And, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Fuck, John so, Ward. I'm going to slap that dude. Who? John Ward. Why? What do he do now? He took my picture from the vehicle that we we're just talking about, and he uploaded my picture into that stupid ass Facebook or that that face app, the age face app. Yeah, 
I haven't seen this yet. I'll send it to you. So then he showed me his face, and he's ugly, dude. I'm just saying. He looks really oh, ugly. He's an ugly old so dude. He is an ugly old dude. He's an ugly middle-aged dude, too. Just saying, Ward, <laughs> what's up now, bro? He needs to get on here and talk about Iran. He's having a, like, a, he is literally having a nervous breakdown, Roberts, over Iran. I know. I know he is. But his boy got into office. Yeah, Boris. He's Remember real- back when we were doing the sit room with John? He was all Boris. We were all Trump. Because they were kind of alike. But, dude, you know, we just critiqued Boris's hair. Holy yeah. cow, did John have a nervous wow. breakdown? I think they're related. That's a thing. Yeah, they look like they are. They look like they are. Trump and Boris. So that was like John Ward. All we had to do was tell him we want to spoon with the queen and he'd go into conniption. He takes that shit for real, bro. And I totally would spoon with her if she doesn't, if she promises not to eat me afterwards because she's a reptilian. You know what? If If the queen wanted to spoon with me, if I was visiting Buckingham Palace one afternoon and the queen came down for tea and she invited me up to lay on her chez lounge and uh, spoon with her, why would I say no? <laughs> so, you know, that yeah. question I asked you in regards to Bruce Jenner and, and what you would do to Bruce Jenner for 50000 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John, John, John would do that for free to the queen. Oh, oh, hell yeah. She would yeah. be like, John, what? Come and licky my baholi. Wow, that's just vile. I can't believe you say that stuff on air. Why isn't the FCC all over our asses? Oh, okay. You can say asses, and I say butthole, and, and my word yeah. is worse than yours. Well, they, they probably are kissing your butthole somewhere along the way. Oh! So. Ooh. Say something, Roberts. I'm saying. I'm over here <laughs> making my facial expressions are so loud, they should be oh overtaking your video. All right, yeah. so anyway, um, on to better things. Yep, so here we go. Let me just double check. All right, we got 10 minutes. So I just seen this article here in Newsweek, and uh, we're going to, this is a segue into a segue for a segue that we planned on doing a segue on before we did the show and started segway, the first segue. Before we went ADHD. So Ivanka <laughs> Trump, and this this conversation isn't about her. It's, it's, it's to start the conversation. Ivanka Trump mocked for giving all white dog to her daughter now i'm not going to get into the story so ivanka trump goes and buys a white dog and and it looks like i don't know what kind of dog it is it looks like a husky or it's a beautiful dog samoyed maybe it's a samoyed yeah beautiful blue eyes white dogs so here's a couple of responses that these psychopathic lunatics on twitter started tweeting after she posted the picture of the puppy uh, All right. So the first tweet was reply was the dog will fit right in. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Um, the second one is good thing it's a white dog. Your dad hates the blacks. Um, next one here is from a guy named Jared Kotler, whoever that is. Uh, pro tip when everyone hates you for being a spoon fed and nothing grifter who's full of shit, an advisor to the president who doesn't advise when you want to seem human. And get a dog, maybe it's shelter dog, maybe a shelter dog would show humanity, but all white and blue eyes is on brand. F off. Um, people just love Whatever. Uh, more until the, the intelligence is dizzying. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I I've I've just I've reached my max, I've reached my limit to this vile behavior 
it, it almost when I watch the behavior from some of these people that claim to be about peace and love and respect and, and namaste and you know love Trump's hate and all that bullshit. Yeah. Um. It it angers me, and I've never been so disconnected with let's say the Democratic Party my entire life. I've never been so disconnected with a lot of people, the progressives and a lot of those radical lefts or the dark left. Um, I, I've never seen this before. Now we can critique, we can talk about policies, but when you start weaponizing words like racism, so, I mean, we can go on topic on this and talk about this for the next week and a half. It, you lose me. You know what I'm saying, Scotty? Because we're you know, see go ahead. I was just going to say when everything and everyone becomes racist, then nothing is racist. Uh, the word has lost its efficacy. It has no meat to it anymore. It doesn't matter anymore because all it is, it's like the word Nazi. It's all insults. It's insults from people who have the brain power of a flea oh. and they don't have any ability to argue a point or to substantiate what they say or to take accountability for what they say with facts or with uh, evidence. Um, and so I tell all these, but I've just gotten into telling people, show me your facts, hashtag facts over, over, uh, um, feelings, uh, hashtag substance over symbolism, hashtag facts. Don't care about your feelings. Give me your facts and your evidence to back up your claim or the stupid, raunchy, idiotic, prepubescent, immature, ignoramus ignoramity and that's not even a word you know what i'm saying show me the facts to back up what you're saying if you want to say oh the orange turd is office in office only hates black people and wants to eradicate them all okay i'll see your point let me raise the ante by saying tell me the facts and the evidence behind your point i don't want to hear your feelings i don't want to hear what you think i want to hear what facts and evidence which facts don't care about your feelings. Facts have no emotion involved. Facts are just facts. Tell me the facts. Show me the facts to back your 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 statement. And uh, usually that's when they just they disappear. Well, Scotty, I, I, I just want to say this. Yeah. Because I love you. That yeah. you're white, and apparently white people in this country have no right telling anyone <laughs> to love it or leave it. I'm just saying, bro. Just saying. Dude. That was you're referring to just this morning, uh, folks. You know I do the, the shirt designs and stuff. I did one that says "America, love it or leave it," and it wasn't harsh. It was to, meant to look a little retro because that phrase was out in the '60s. It was anti-Vietnam War stuff. It was all kinds of, you know, we never knew it to be a racist thing. Love it or leave it. It means love your country or get the hell out. Uh, and this guy said exactly that to me this morning. Um, he said, uh, where is it? I've, I've got it up in front of me. Scotty Roberts, white people in this country have no right telling anyone to love it or leave it. It is stupid comments like this that facilitates the ignorance in this country. Uh, by the way, he put an S on facilitates. It yeah. shows it shows your real ignorance. Yeah. Um, stupid comments like this that facilitate ignorance in this country. There you go. Uh, Sonny V. Augustine was his name. and. Uh, I said uh, my response to him was, I generally try to not argue with these people, but I'll respond to the point. I said, why so racist? I said, I didn't mention anything about color of skin. 
I mentioned love of country by everyone who enjoys its liberties and freedoms. Sure, we have dark blotches on our history, but that's not the defining factor of who we are as a people. None of us is responsible for the sins of those who came before us. And if your invocation of the term white people uh, as having no right to say to anyone who hates this country that they're welcome to leave it, you're living in the past that none of us alive today created. We create and recreate every day, sometimes despite our pasts. If your criticism of what I said is rooted in solely in skin tone, then you're short-sighted and myopic in your own brand of stupidity. The truth is, and I use stupidity because he called me stupid. And the truth is that this nation exists in the now, and we are all a part of it. If you hate it, you're certainly welcome to leave it. You have the freedom to go seek your utopia. If you hate it and you stay here simply to endure the torture, who's being stupid? Ooh. And Jesus. then he came back at me, Sonny V. Augustine. Oh, he said, oh, cool. You're going to try and turn it around on me. Ha ha ha. Deflection has become the weapon of choice by those trying to assert how non-racist they are. Good try. Sell that shit down at 7-Eleven where they buy that kind of crap. I was going to ask him if he was racist against people from India, but uh, I didn't. And then I, I, I simply responded and I said, since when is it directly respond? Since when is directly responding to your point a diversion? It is you who invoked race. Your conversational acumen is dizzying. And, uh, and I said, so directly to your point. Again, why don't you explain to me exactly why it is that white people have no right to say anything about loving or leaving our country? Complainers are a dime a dozen. What are you doing to illuminate and enrich the minds of those to whom you are complaining? What are the feet beneath your expression of displeasure? What are you doing actively to help people become aware of what you believe to be the things we need to change? You know, Scotty, you never last I heard from him. You never reference people's color in any of your polls, but yet it's your liberal, namaste, bullshit, hypocritical, leftist, progressive, dark left friends that are the ones that are always flipping the race card. Now, let me ask you. And, Damn and straight. I, I don't have what he says is more racist than anything you've ever said on your timeline in regards to anything. Why is it that it's okay for now? Uh, he's he's he looks like he's Mexican or what you know whatever nationality. I didn't he even is. call up his picture. I didn't even want to look at him. Yeah. I just responded to his words. I want to punch him in the face. Really, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I want to hire him to press my uh, linen shirts so they stay pressed. Oh, totally racist, bro. Just saying, bro. Totally racist. Totally racist. Ooh. I'd even do it. Uh, I would even ask for his green card. But when I just people get five bucks to press my shirt, when people. Uh, attack you i i don't get attacked a lot for being racist even though i say way more vile things than you do um but we you and i nor do we sit here and go after people for the color of their skin never um isn't that a form of racism though i mean why is it okay that it's okay for the general population to attack white people um just it's, like it's, just like trump you know the, the freaking woman goes out and buys a dog a beautiful dog we used to have a pure white cat was that racist when i got it was that some kind of subliminal of message course, you of course freaks? because you're white if you'd been black or hispanic it wouldn't have been racist but because you're white it is come so, on rocky get with the program yeah i just you know what i just i've worn thin with this this ideological psychopathic view our societies have 
And Scotty, I'm telling you, brother, I'm not giving in. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to cover my words. I'm not going to dictate on what I say or don't say based off of somebody else's pussified, little emotional bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Me, I'm getting pissed, me dude. Either, me either, brother. I'm getting mad, bro. What, what, what I tend to do when people do that is I just come back at them. And uh, I try to be common sense. I don't out the shoot, call them stupid or an idiot or whatever. I kind of do. Just back your claim, dude. Back your claim. Scotty, we got 20 seconds. I just looked at the clock. Folks, we got 20 seconds. I almost went over on time. The emotional meatball Rocky Stucci on the other side. Mr. Scotty Roberts, I lost track of time. Don't go anywhere. We will All be right. right back. Stand by. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to segment number two of Rocky Stucci's Situation Room right here on Mojo 5 Radio. Today's weather is going to be hot and sunny with a lot of sweat. Folks, welcome back. Segment number two on our Wednesday broadcast of the Situation Room. The emotional meatball here, the Godfather Talk Radio. Rocky Stucci on the other side of the microphone is Brother Cannoli. Um, yeah, you know how you doing? Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what you laughing at, Rocky? What's so funny? Oh, dude, I saw it right away. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a there's a little gift my wife left me on my uh on my uh table here this morning. Uh in front of my microphone. So when I went to grab my mic, what do you suppose happened? So there it is. Uh, and if you can find it, it's like, uh, where's Waldo? <laughs> where's Waldo? Ladies and gentlemen, where's Waldo? Yeah, we'll call it, uh, where's Omar? Uh, oh, oh, wait, oh! that's got too much political connotation now. It, yeah, that's got too much political connotation nowadays. You know, that's what we we used to call it, you know, Omar, Omar, the tent maker, blah, blah, blah. Dude, is that it illegal was, uh, for a Muslim to masturbate? Uh, I suppose they do it all the time. So, you know, oh, that's Dude, funny you, you because know, I had the same. Remember the, uh, the, uh, uh, Egyptian, uh, member of the, uh, uh, ministry of antiquities, the big muckety muck guy I was yeah. telling you about, um, he was sitting with another Muslim guy and they were looking at something on his laptop one night. And he yells over to me and he goes, Scotty, he says, tell me, why do American men always have sex with their socks on? I said, I don't know. I said, never occurred to me. I said, I always take mine off. Oh, he says, really? You do? And I said, yeah. And I said, what are you watching over there? Nothing. <laughs> so, by the way, I'm just going to admit this publicly that during the winter, I do keep my socks on. Yeah. I rarely wear socks. That's the thing. So it's right. my thing. Dude, it is I your like thing. I like barefoot. It is your thing. Um, yeah, I'm totally distracted right now. Are you distracted? Why are you finding it <laughs> somehow, <laughs> somehow, somehow stimulating? No, no, I can't. I, I'm actually, I'm so proud of you right now, Roberts, because you've broken the veil of maturity and you have now leaped into the stucci's immaturity zone oh, and i i've finally point. done that 
you've done it, dude. Yeah, well, on the air, you've done it. Off the air, you're it's a completely different story. Oh, dude. Yeah. So before we went out on the um, the break here, uh, the first segment, we were talking about so this reverse racism that we're dealing with, this weaponization of the word racism. Uh, we have talked about the four horsewomen. Speaking of penises. Speaking of. Um <laughs> Rocky. Before you get into it, all I gotta say to you is hey, 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 <laughs> hey, take that. Yeah. Yeah. Take that. You know what I'm saying? Now what? So that was a gift from my wife, by the way. Not that I needed it. She just thought it was really funny to leave that on my desk. There's probably some people that still haven't seen it. Probably not. So uh, I'll just leave it up there for a little bit more and you can all figure it out. Yeah. You know what it is. You go ahead and type it in the chat window <laughs> or email Rocky at Rocky Stucci at Rocky Stucci.com. By the way, um, I am going to, if, if anybody wants to put in a bid on the shirt behind me here from the celebrity softball classic from last Memorial day and the gloves, I think I want to, I don't know how I want to do this, Scotty. I think they could just send me a private message with their bid. Yeah, and just do a private uh, private bidding. Um, yeah, we'll just do a private message me on Facebook. I apologize. If you do not have Facebook and you want to email me, it's just rockystucci at gmail.com and just email me your bid. Um, um, I don't know any other way to do it right yet. but uh, So I'm going to start taking bids today, and uh, I'm going to announce the winner on our Friday broadcast, which would be our Thursday night at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. So, anyways, um, I don't know why I went on that there. I want to go back to this racism thing. I got sent, uh, Josh Kemp sent me a post, and, and it's all over the media, and I'm sure everybody's talking about it right now, but in reference to those police officers in Brooklyn and Queens, New York, uh, with the water ordeal. Yeah, uh, You saw that, right, Scotty? I did. So, on Josh's... On Josh's thing, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna go to my Facebook page because I actually shared that article. Let me go to Rocky Stucci Media. I'm gonna go take a look at it too while we're talking. And this is this is what I wrote in my comment before I posted it. Just let me pull it up here, folks. This is so unprofessional of me, but I am unprofessional anyways. So I don't even care. So this is what I wrote in the post. It, the, the article itself it says, "Watch a video showing New York Police Department officers being hit." with buckets of water in Harlem and Brooklyn. Oh, Harlem and Brooklyn. I thought I heard Queens at first. Um, this is what I wrote here for my headline. I wrote, they radicalize the civilians and label them heroes. They criminalize officers and push them to a position that they're too afraid just to go to work. Then they will continue to poke the bear until they find that one officer that will snap. The media will be impatiently waiting with foam coming yep. out of their mouths like a rabbit effing dog and twist the story and ram it down our throats again and again and turn this country into a cop-hating society. You can't have a population where mob rules and law enforcement at the same time. One has to go, evil and manufactured. So when we talk, Scotty, about what we've referenced in the past, the Hegelian dialectic, Right. Problem, reaction, solution. We have cornered our law enforcement in this country into a corner that it's getting to a point to where they're not going to be able to dig themselves out. They cannot do anything right anymore. I mean, look at 
Look at how psychotic we have come when our president's daughter goes and buys a white dog and how these vicious, psychopathic, lunatic freaks on the left attack her because she bought a white dog. When we have police officers in our society that can no longer do their job because we have put them in the corner through the because we're accommodating the minority of freaks that live in our society that are anti-cop haters. You know what I say, Scotty? This is what I say. What do you say? All police officers in Queens, all police officers in the Bronx, all police officers in Brooklyn, all police officers in Harlem, turn in your badge. Let these ghetto-ass pieces of shit govern themselves and police themselves and watch how quick you will be begged to get back in those squad cars to go protect your sorry little thug, incompassionate, un-American, unpatriotic, sorry, pathetic asses. Damn straight. Could you say it any plainer? Oh, uh, if I did, I would get kicked off the network. I hear you. I'm just tired of it, Roberts. You know, I, I, I'm i tired. This is all manufactured, and that's what people yeah, don't is. get. So we look at, like, Antifa. We look at Black Lives Matter. We look at all these radical dark left groups, and it's like our media promotes them. They encourage them. They say they're fighting an oppressive cause. We, <laughs> we demonize law enforcement. You get what I'm saying? I do. And so we demonize law enforcement to the point that they become too afraid to, like I said in this post, to even go to work. They they can't even get out of their cars without somebody complaining the way they gotten out of their car for being racist or trying to murder somebody who's a different color skin. Right. And so we we when we empower these radicals on the left and we depower the law enforcement in the republic that we live in, those that are to uphold the law of the land. Sooner or later, what's going to happen is these psychopaths on the left are going to find that right officer that is on the verge of snapping. They're going to poke the bear too many times, and he is going to retaliate. He's going to lose his lid, and something bad is going to happen to one of the freaks on the left. That doesn't have anything to do with being a cop. It has to do with being a guy. You know, if you if you poke a guy too many times, he's going to turn around and pop you in the face. Yeah, I don't have many pokes available on my system. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I get that. I hear that. So it's like it's manufactured, Roberts. It's it's manufactured to promote the radicalism, to go after the law-abiding citizens and the peace officers. And then when one of those police officers end up snapping, then what this vicious media is going to do is go after the law enforcement. They're going to empower the radicals. And it's going, it's going from a point that we will no longer represent ourselves as a republic. A lot of these kids coming out of our universities don't even realize that we're a republic. They sit here and think we're a democracy, that our country right. is a democracy. Our government is a dem- democratically ran government, but we're a nation of laws, and we're taking those laws away from those that are supposed to uphold it. So right. what's going to happen is that the cop's going to snap, going to kill somebody, and then the media's going to twist it, and there again, it's going to empower the mob rule. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think you're absolutely right. As something that I think about this, too, I look at, at all the stuff that is talked about in the news, uh, in the commentary on the news, in every friggin' podcast that exists out there, um, all the racism of the president against uh, four women in Congress. Now, I can tell you something. If those four women in Congress had been white, they'd have gotten the same treatment from the president because he didn't make a statement about the color of their skin. Uh, when he told, when he 
told the ambassador from England to go home. Was it because he was uh, a, a brown man? No, the guy was white. Is so white he's transparent. He's British, and uh, uh, Trump didn't care. Uh, you know, you could go down a list of all the things that all the people that Trump has insulted. Uh, sometimes I think with a healthy tongue in cheek. Uh, sometimes I think because uh, I think he has fun doing it, frankly. Uh, but he is not a discriminator of people when it comes to insulting people, and he certainly doesn't do it by race alone. And when I hear somebody say to you, uh, to like they've said to me, uh, that, uh, and there was just a news article last night or this morning, something about how the new charges that, oh, oh it's from, uh, it was from Ilian Omar that said uh, uh, President Trump just wants all people of, of um, how did she put it? All people of brown or black skin, he wants them all deported or killed. It's like, what? What are you smoking, Ms. Omar, if that's indeed your real name? <laughs> Dude, I need her to disappear. I need her to disappear. I need Tlaib to disappear. I need um, um, Cortez to disappear. I need them all to disappear. I just, I do. Yep. I just need them gone. Cortez has some really good opposition coming up against her. She's got a uh, Jamaican a Republican woman who is black and who is of Jamaican descent. Now, uh, I was told by somebody last night that Trump appointing somebody we know very well, that Trump appointing uh, this uh, this black uh, Marine Corps yep, uh, officer who's a about. woman to yep. be a general mm -hmm. told that. Uh, well, that's just have you ever heard of the word token? Mm hmm. I said, of course, I've heard of, the, heard of the word token. I said, you think Trump operates by tokens? And I said, you don't know him very well if you think that. And uh, um, I said, that's ridiculous. Now, this is exactly what would be said if the black Republican from Jamaica gets in and replaces uh, um, um, Ocasio-Cortez. Um, they would say, well, that's token. They voted him because you Well, what the hell was Cortez? So, uh, you know, it's it's ridiculous. It's a non-argument. It's a non-entity. It's a non-thing. It's an argument is what it is. Same reason this guy told me and white people don't have a right to say anything about what. Well, he can uh, shut the F up. Punk. Yeah, he can. Dude, I'm, I'm a, kind of appalled right now. See, I don't. I don't go yeah. on. I don't go on Twitter much. Right. I just don't. I'm not a yeah. Twitter. I try to. I try to. Um, our friend Erica in the chat, you know, she keeps me on my toes. Yep. You know, she she. She keeps me on my toes on Twitter, but I'm going through, I'm on the actual Twitter thread of Ivanka where she shared the picture of the white dog. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, this is some of the responses are, I've got to be dude, off. I'm going to tell you something first. Okay. There's plenty of people on the right that are just as radical on Twitter and everything else. Okay. So I'm not being partisan in my, in my argument here. There's plenty of radicals yep. on both sides of the aisle and, and we, we speak out against both of them. You know, if you can't say something with intellect, don't say it. That's why I keep my mouth shut a lot because I just want to tell people to shut up. You know what I mean? Yep. But there's here's this one lady. I don't know who she is, but she has a blue check. Her name is Nancy Lee Gran, G-R-A-H-N. Probably nobody. Yeah, nobody. She this is what she wrote. She wrote, Oh, darling, I see if you skipped a rescue and went straight to an Aryan breeder. Does it sit and seek Heil yet? Unbelievable. Dude. Uh oh, 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 oh. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna crate train her. Or are cages just for kids? 
Yeah. <laughs> My God. See what you did there. Yeah. How ridiculous. Dude. All white dog, of course. Dude, you just got to go on to Twitter and, and look up Ivanka. I'm, I'm right there. I'm looking at it. Oh, my God. I just, I seriously oh, want to go get my bat that I named Sinner Saint, by the way. Wait, is it Saint yeah. Sinner? No, no, it's Sinner Saint. Mark Sinner Saint. Yes. So I named it Sinner Saint because depending on if I'm feeling good that day, I may forgive somebody and they'll call me the saint. If I'm not in a good mood and I use the bat on someone's face, then yeah. I'm going to be a sinner. But... This is why I don't go on these threads. I can't even on Facebook. I can't like the Daily Mail and all that stuff. I can't even go on it anymore, dude. I just, I cannot read because I get discouraged. And then I start praying to Jesus, your good friend, about maybe just hooking up that comment, that comet or that asteroid and just saying, bring it, brother. Bring it because yep. we don't deserve this. Oh, freaking planet. by the way, here's, here's another, another comment on her Twitter. What a beautiful animal. My heart aches for her knowing she'll have to be rehomed shortly maybe you should make arrangements in advance as to who will care for her while you and your wife are in jail oh so uh yeah this is the tone of people uh yeah i see i see the one you mentioned how darling uh the dog will fit right in good thing it's a white dog your dad hates the blacks um where do people get that by the you way should have named then her complicit then there's the meme where they put up uh the nazi flag behind Ivanka and a child it. crying crying in a cage obviously a stage shot uh then there is uh, dude, these are your friends dude just say it okay yeah pretty much go to scotty's threads i'm but not even exaggerating uh, scarlett uh johansson i don't care what she has to say she can blow kisses at me all she wants um uh, let's that. see she's actually blowing them to me right now bro i'll bet yeah but you did, did does she call you on your phone no yeah I got to put up with that. She just won't leave me alone. Keep it away from the Huckabees. Keep her. I just saw that. Don't don't let her near the Huckabees. Somebody said, keep it away from the Huckabees. Now you're especially tone deaf. It's laughable. Well, whatever. Uh, especially is spelled wrong. Uh, and they probably pronounce it X specially. You know, it's funny because there's a couple pictures here of kids. And yeah. um, I believe one of these pictures is actually from the Obama administration, this picture. But, you know, people don't give a shit. It, this is how stupid no, people have become. There was just that uh, campus reform video that just went out, and they were going up to these kids in college that were completely, he's not my president. He's not my president. Whatever. And, yeah, shut up. But um, so Why, they, what country you live in? Well, they started going up to these kids and talking about Obama's immigration policies and some of his quotes on immigration. And right away, these kids were attacking it because the gentleman who was interviewing never told these students that it was actually Trump. They believed it was they believed that it was uh, I mean, it was actually Obama. They thought it was Trump's quotes. So right away, they started misogynistic, racist of whatever they started calling them then they found out that it was actually obama and then they were stupefied because they're idiots because they've formulated an opinion through emotions like you always point out and they don't look at the facts and the sources and that's the kind of country we live in now freaking roberts exactly that's exactly the kind of country we're living in now and this is what bothers me and this is why i say the things i say when i talk on social media some people say don't argue i try to not argue i try to just counter a point and if somebody wants to you know, I try to put up a common sense point. Why? Because it's hard to argue common sense unless you're stupid. And uh, this is what I find with a lot of these people calling, 
calling me out. I don't have a right to say things because I'm white. What, what planet are you from? I want to ask him. So anyway, uh, we're, we're not we're not solving the problems here, folks. We're just we're griping about him because it pisses off. I almost want to type something in this tweet. I don't know. Do I even do I do I start? I was just going to I was just going to go while you were talking. Do it. Type something and vicious. Do it and take me in it, bro. Vicious. <laughs> yeah. In the tweet. Can Getting I tag nasty. you in that? Yeah. You got to do at the meatball. No, at Rocky underscore. I should Stucci. say uh, uh, Rocky Stucci and I support you, Ivanka. Please come on our show. <laughs> do it. Do it. And Scotty will. You know, she kind of does. I was going to say Scotty would tickle your butthole, but dude, she yeah, does. I, would. I know you she's would. Right. No, she's, she's not really. See, I used to think she was really good looking. But then the more you stare at her face, she always has that look like she's pinching a loaf. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I haven't noticed that part yet. Oh, I've noticed it. I've noticed it. Yeah, she looks funny. She always looks like she's pooping, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scott is typing. Here, hold on. Hold on. I'm typing. Yep, I'm typing. So, so go ahead and type. And, and this is all I'm saying. And this is why we're bringing it up. I know we're not accomplishing anything right now. We're just having a conversation with all of you lovelies there that are listening and on the YouTube channel, don't forget to like subscribe and click that bell. I, this is the stuff that tires me. And you know, this is why I'm not super good at talking about politics anymore because I'm not going to lower my standard every single day to confront these psychopaths who for one, don't even know I exist. And for two, I don't even care about their existence I'm tired of the hypocrisy, you know? So we talk about a left and a right thing. Scotty and I, you know, I just don't like radical people on both sides of the aisle. I don't like people that spread misinformation. People do that all the time. They'll take me something on Facebook and it'll be a fake article. I block them. I don't even want them on my timeline. Um, it just, it frustrates me that, and this is what I reference. I don't know if it was at the beginning of this week or if it was last week. This is what we find ourselves always combating. We're always being reactionary, trying to call these idiots out. Um, we, we, what we try to do here is try to stimulate the thought and look at the weaponization of words. Look at how we use specific words to degrade the character of another person. Politics don't care about your feelings. Politics don't care about your emotions. And actually, politics don't even care about facts. Politics only care about votes. And as long as they get those votes, they will tell you anything you want to hear so they can continue the dirty, rotten, filthy corruption that they continue to do. You don't hear. That's it. I've concluded. I don't want to pay taxes anymore. I don't want to pay taxes anymore until our politicians. I think I'll just stop. You're right. They got to just pull their head right out of their assholes because I am so sick. And we pay for this, Roberts. We are paying people in office to radicalize our nation. We pay people in office to separate our societies. We pay people in office to create racism and hatred and vile behavior in our society. And we sit here and we think it's normal. We sit here and we wait for the next voting cycle so we can believe somebody else's bullshit, thinking that somebody else is going to come in and save the freaking world. And it's the same old bullshit day in and day out. Brother. And I'm just tired. Let, let me ask you, guys like Jerry Nadler. Can't stand him. What, what is he doing that is good for the United States? What is he doing in the legislature? Oh, Roberts. Wow, good tweet. Yeah, well, uh, just, oh, you saw the tweet? Oh, here, bro. Dude, I got to read it. I got to read it. We'll get, back, right. we'll, get, right. we'll get back to Weeble Wobble Nadler here in just a second. He says, this is, my, this is what I said to Ivanka. Here he goes from Scotty Roberts. 
What a bunch of ridiculousness from mindless, non-thinking idiots at Rocky Stucci. And I want you to come on our radio program. We are never smarter than common sense. Facts don't care about your feelings. Yo, what's up? What's up? How about that? But then I left the link. You did. You sure the F did. I'm going to watch the statistics and see how many people want to come onto the page, stalk us, and tell us all that. Go, Go love that post. Dude. You're so white. You're so white. They're gonna so white. People do that all the time. I see people do that shit to you, bro. They go on your Facebook and make fun of your family. You're obviously just white. <laughs> oh, 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 you've hit me to the core. I'm just white. <laughs> There's my problem. That's why I don't get it, quote unquote. That's why I don't see things the way I'm supposed to see them. That's why I don't see race. That's why I've got to always say I got a black friend. Because I'm just too white. I'm white. God. Oh, I was going to say the GD word, and I can't say that. I was going to say, Tam, I am so sorry, world, that I was white, that I'm white. That's right. I keep forgetting that white is not part of the human race. And people want to, people are always the, you're white, you're brown, you're black, you're yellow, you're green, you're purple with polka dots. Who the hell cares? Um, I think uh, there's only one race on the planet, isn't there? Human race? Oh, way uh, to throw it down, people. brother. I mean, I mean, that's so cliche. It's stupid nowadays to even say that. It's like, uh, what race are you talking about, dude? We're all humans. Hey, by the um, by the way, Roberts, I just want to give yeah. Lair, Lair, Larky Snarky Effin Farkin on Facebook. Let me read that again. That's Lark- such a cool name. Snark- Larky Snarky Effin Farkin. Larky Snarky Effin Farkin. Larky Snarky. No Effin. idea. Well, he's a jackal. He's a jackal from the Jackal oh, okay. Nation, and uh, that's his Twitter handle, Larky Snarky Effman Farkin. If he's, an, if he's a jackal, I'm good with it. So what he posted on Twitter was, um, what I learned today, very glad I was recently introduced to at Rocky Stucci show. It's been awesome. Boom. All right. Yeah, man. That's outstanding. I, I thought there was more coming. No, that's it. Twitter, you can only say like eight words. You know what I'm saying, bro? That's right. Oh, they've upped it. It used to be 141. 141 characters. Some young millennial that was trying to insult me once, and I said, well, I can only say so much in 141 characters. Uh, dude, it's now like 212. Before. I don't know what they upped it to, and it's like, oh, you sad, pathetic, uh, uh, untech-minded you know, old dude, I smell the, <laughs> the same person who told me it's been up to like 212 or whatever the number is now. Also told me I can smell death on you from here. You're so old. <laughs> dude, seriously, I promise seriously. you, Scotty, I promise you this. And I'm a man of peace, right? I just want to point that out. I am a man of peace. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. But let me say this. I promise you those little baby thugs on your timeline and all those little whatever things that you debate with all the time and all these little yeah. freaks on Twitter and the Daily Mail post, all those little keyboard warrior, little pussified little babies sitting in their mama's basements wearing their underwears oh, yeah, and yeah. one sock, I promise you they would not talk that kind of shit to our face. I'm just saying, bro. Oh, hell no. Uh, you know, you see these people uh, in, in public. At least people wouldn't say that kind of stuff to your face. They don't have the they don't have the uh, uh, they don't have the fortitude to do it. No, because they're going to get smacked and they're going to be pooping their teeth for the next week. But I'm a man of peace, Roberts. You know, I'm just That's saying. Right. 
namaste, brother, and all that unicorn and, and glitter coming out buttholes and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah, I hey, do. Tell everybody, we got uh, just under a minute left here. Oh, boy. Let everybody know about your tarot readings, uh, your sure. Friday night readings. Uh, if they want to get a full tarot reading, which I strongly, highly sure. recommend, tell them how to do it. Uh, go to my website. Go to scottallenroberts.com and click on the little link at the top that says tarot. All you got to do is uh, uh, send some PayPal uh, payments to me. Uh, choose the kind of reading you want. We'll line you up. We'll line you up and schedule you. And uh, be sure, uh, just like earlier tonight, 9 o'clock Central Time every day, uh, Monday through Friday, you get, you get me over on my uh, YouTube live. Hell yeah, you do. And by the way, folks, again, I am auctioning off this jersey and the gloves I wore for the Celebrity Softball Tournament. If you want to put in a bid, either send me an email. It's rockystucci at gmail.com, R-O-C-C-I-S-T-U-C-C-I at gmail.com. Private message me on Facebook. Get a hold of me one way or the other, and I'll start making a little list of those that would like to get this jersey. Uh, visit the website. Get your Son of a Patriot gear just by going to streamingtalkradio.com. If you want to donate to the program, streamingtalkradio.com. And we will continue to build this site every single day. And when this bad boy is done, it's going to blow everybody's freaking mind. So with that being said, folks, we love the hell out of each and every one of you. And we appreciate your loyalty to us to be here every single night or listening to the rebroadcast of this program. Always remember, folks, rule number one, don't take shit from nobody. We love the hell out of you guys. Good night, everybody.